0: We are in Livingston, and Samantha Migdal is with us, a mother of two, a board member here at the shul, and what she might be most proud of, she chairs the youth department here at Congregation Eitz Chaim. A pleasure to welcome you here. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Nice, nice to, to have meet you. you. I appreciate that very much. <laughs> Tell me about the youth department, because people wonder if established Jewish communities, and this one is a historically established Jewish community, still have active youth departments. How would you describe yours?
1: Um, I would describe ours as a a focal point for the shul. I think the rabbi, um, the president, and all the sort of senior lay members of the shul are very focused on the next generation, as most people should be. And so there is a lot of time, a lot of focus, a lot of money put towards programming, even during COVID. What we did during COVID with our fabulous youth directors, Jacob and Miriam Schwartz, would blow your mind if I could go through a roll call of the things that they've done. Well, mention a couple of them. Let so me I, mention a couple sure. of them. I mean, for Purim, right? Purim was sort of, we started to get back into right. shul. And so we, the rabbi had, I think, three or four sessions of Megillah reading so that we everyone was COVID safe. Um, but our youth directors didn't want the kids to go without that Purim carnival because I grew up, I'm sure you grew up with <laughs> the Purim <laughs> carnival. Of course. But we couldn't do it the way we normally do it. So they literally had a drive-up carnival where they literally did a carnival in a box. They set up a photo booth. They set up a balloon person. So literally, if you were, you know, you couldn't bring your kids because they were too small, you would drive up, you'd get a box, which had the tickets, it had the prizes, it had the candy, it had the soda, the things that the parents don't want them to have, but all the kids want to (laughs) have. And the rabbi wants them to have. Wouldn't be
0: a carnival without it. Wouldn't be
1: a carnival (laughs) without the garbage. Um... They got to take pictures, they got balloon animals, and it was as we gave them the perm that they should have.
0: A lot of creativity during a lot, COVID, A huh? lot
1: of creativity, a lot of love, a lot of excitement, a lot of, you know, what we tried to do is to say, let's, ha- let's have these kids have an experience without COVID. How can we bring them into shul when they can't come to shul? Because what's fascinating about this place, and I've been a member for three and a half years, is the kids want to come to shul. When I was a kid, I didn't want... Unlike Sarah, I had to go to shul. I didn't want to go to shul. Here, the kids want to come to shul. Um, we moved to... You know, you asked Sarah earlier, you know, when they came here eight years ago, what right. brought them here. We moved three and a half years ago, not very, from very far away, but what brought us here was, you know, a lot of the families that we knew. My kids, As Sarah mentioned, my kids go to Goldock Academy. So where we moved didn't really matter because they right. weren't changing schools. But literally, like... My son's friends were like, you have to move here so you can go to a You have to move here. They were probably nine at the time. Um, so it's just amazing that you have such enthusiasm from the smallest to the oldest of this place. It's something I've, I've never seen.
0: Samantha Migdal is with us. Boy, you, you raise a, a point that I hope uh, people who are listening understand its importance. We have to focus on getting kids to want to go to shul, <laughs> right. and the greatest tribute you just gave to the youth directors here is that they are part of a team that mm-hmm. that, that that instills this desire in children to be in shul. Um, I, I know, as you're saying, how you did like to go to school. I'm thinking back to the days when I had no choice but to sit for three hours in the front row of school and never move. And I was wondering if this would ever change in my <laughs> life. It, it's much different today, thank God, uh, in terms of the, uh, the activities and the way that people uh, treat the youth. The, um, and then is, is there a... Um, is there a way you could describe, I mean, you mentioned Goldox, and that's uh, obviously one of the great schools here, but there, there are a lot of great schools here, and it seems, and people always want choices, et cetera. I mean, th- that must be a big advantage when someone's looking for a community and they have different options of where to send their kids. And, and all of them, it seems, every school that's mentioned in these conversations in this area seem to be really good choices.
1: Yeah, I, I think that the the systems that they have here for kids to go to school are fantastic. You've got Goldox, you've got Kushner. And even outside of those, the public school system is very good. And so we have families here who are not just Kushner, not just Goldaach, but also public school families. And what they get from this shul is so valuable and so meaningful. And I think what's very special about this place is that the rabbi and Rebetzin don't focus on any one type. I'm using air quotes, which I realize now you can't see because we're on the radio. Um, you know, any one type of family or child. It's all inclusive they're able to to get to every single, uh, again speaking as sort of someone who's on the you know chair of the youth committee, right. to get to every single kid, no matter what age, no matter what educational background, no matter what is done at home or is not done at home. There is something very special about this place, about those two people, that it's so hard to put into words. You know, I my son had a, a bar mitzvah here. Was it last week? It feels like it was forever ago. The Maybe two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, and I tell you, I was sitting trying to figure out what were the words to describe what this place meant to us. And you know, people who know me can tell you, words come easy for me sometimes too easy, and I really struggle to get the words out because there is something that there are no words to articulate how special this place is, the warmth, the love, the encouragement, the you know the, it sort of rehabilitates something in you that you didn't have that or that you may have had that you you want to bring back
0: and mazel tov to your son what's his name simeon simeon mazel yeah, tov thank to you, you. the <laughs> amazing i'm sure the celebration was incredible and it must be fantastic to be back in synagogue it must be fantastic to see more and more people each week Absolutely. and to realize that there's the vibrancy is back and that uh and that the, the the shul is is ready to move on from this crazy year-long episode that we had.
1: yeah um definitely is. You're seeing a lot more people in shul. And, you know, the rabbi has done so much, you know, during COVID when we couldn't, when the doors were locked, unfortunately. And he did these daily sort of, (laughs) these daily rituals, which you would watch, which you ordinarily might not. Something about that made you want to come back to shul more.
0: Longing for it.
1: Yeah. And so when the doors opened and only a few people could come in, people were coming in. And you, we were getting the minimum, the, sorry, the maximum number of people you could get, right? We were sort of busting at the COVID seams, if you will. Um, <laughs> and now it's, even, it's, it's, it's fantastic. People want to come back to this place. It's, we're having sort of the opposite effect, I think, that people are worried about because of how special this place is.
0: Samantha Migdal, I appreciate you joining us here this morning. And a, a rabbi once said to me, the most important thing about a shul is to make sure that Jewish children are having a good time. And it right. seems like you're leading a committee that takes that very seriously. Well, yes, we are. Thank so you. Much for Thank you so us. much. A pleasure. More coming up. You are listening to a Thursday morning edition of JM and the AM as we continue on this uh, uh, special broadcast from Congregation A Time in Livingston, New Jersey.